Okay, so do you first just want to introduce yourself? Sure, so I'm Heather, and I am, I'm a manager in optometry office. That's my day job. And then I also do some fun, I'm studying reproductive practitioners, so as a holistic reproductive okay. practitioner, so I'm doing that for, for fun too, and then mm-hmm. pretty much me. Let's, let's tell me about your experience with long-distance relationships. Okay, so I've had two to date. My first one was one of my, well, my longest term Ever. We dated for three years in the last year of it long term. It was it was challenging. We would have a day talk all the time, so things seemed really fine. And then nearing the end of it, things just kind of out of nowhere were suddenly not fine. But just with, with my partner, he I think he was having some insecurities about, you know, all his friends go out with his friends and they'd all have their girlfriends and he wouldn't have me and he'd hear me hanging out with other people and then started getting jealous and got really to him. Oh my god. Um, that one kind of ended that way, but we we would see each other sometime. It was really hard because I was living so Three hour time, a three hour difference from where we were living, and he didn't really want to travel up to where I was, which was kind of annoying. So that happened maybe twice. Mm-hmm. Um, one of those times during our breakup, so not super great. But oh my god, that sucks. Yeah, yeah, it was it was actually super uncomfortable too because I had said I was listen, I don't want you to sleep over. If you want to talk to me, we can meet and we can talk in person. But like, I don't want you to sleep over. I'm not comfortable with that right now. Yeah. He's like, I have to drive three hours just to leave, and I was well, I guess you can sleep over, but he's on the floor no and then wanted to sleep over with me and then tried to initiate some intimacy and I was like I'm not in the mood we're breaking up what are you doing what the the hell yeah it was super weird so I think he was just really really confused about his feelings he he definitely probably still wanted to get her but was really overwhelmed with feeling of missing out and stuff Mm -hmm. yeah so that ended but I thought it was really good in the meantime we'd have Skype dates talk all the time get sexy over Skype it was really fun we made a big deal of it at a time but we would always do a check-in we would hey, we would explicitly say, how are you doing? Is everything okay? And we'd ask how we're doing with each other and check in about that. So we thought it was really good, but I guess external factors kind of got to it. But yeah, that just all sucks. And then my most recent one is something I'm doing right now. It's, we met probably two or three weeks before quarantine happened. So we'd been talking on the phone for a little bit. And then, so she lives in another three hours, three hours away from me, two hours, two hours, not that Mm. just two hours away from me. And yeah, so we were talking on the phone a lot and got to know each other that way. And I met up halfway date and that was really fun. And we really enjoyed our, each other's company. And then we went our separate ways. We met up another time after that. I think I ended up going to her house. I found that starting something long distance is, I don't know, I'll, I'll continue anyways. Yeah, so we, we met a few times and then quarantine happened. So we were like, okay, cool. Now we can't see each other. So that was kind of challenging to think of. Really thick of it. And we were like, totally obsessed with each other and just wanted to talk and see each other time so we did a couple social distancing dates where we met up somewhere midway and had picnic or sat in our cars and talked and watched the sunset by the water it was really nice sit on the roof of our cars look up the stars oh that's cute it was really cute except it was cold but it was really really cute <laughs> that was really fun and then and then we started we wanted to see each other so we started isolating from everyone else and then we we ended up seeing each other a couple times and that was really fun we had we had a good time but then basically we because quarantine is happening we ended up seeing each other instead of going out and doing something we would normally when you just start seeing someone mm-hmm. you go to each other's houses and spend the weekend because weird to spend a day somewhere or an hour you know you don't want to spend right. a short amount of time so we were really careful about that but we would spend a lot of time together and then we we really liked each other's company so we were talking all the time and we would video call each other all the time all the time to the point where we both got to this one place where we realized we're not doing anything other than talking to each other and it's not because we don't it's not it was kind of complicated because 
it's not like we didn't want to talk to each other. We really wanted to talk to each other, but also we need to have a life outside of each other. So so we kind of had that conversation and we're like, hey, cool. I really like you. I also need a life. And that was really hard for me here at first. Yeah, that's true. You know, the only reason we're really spending as much time together is because there's nothing else to do. We dove in 100 miles an hour and totally head over heels, crazy about each other and spending all this time together, getting to know each other really, really fast, talking about really heavy stuff really, really fast. That's kind of scary in a new relationship, especially for someone who, so in her aspect, like she hasn't really had a serious relationship before and wants this to be something that's serious. So it was kind of scary for her to jump into that. Especially because it was so fast. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, so we backed off a bit and now we, instead of video calling every day, three times a day, we'll video call every other day or like mm-hmm. once or twice a week. And then we'll talk on the phone when we feel like it. Or we're, we're texting more. We're trying to keep it more as if we were actually busy and had a real life. As if it wasn't quarantined and you were yeah. still normal long distance. Yeah, exactly. That's, it's scary. And yeah. I'm really glad that she had that perspective to yeah. kind of get back before things got too far because we were having those conversations. We were talking about moving in together. We were talking about what it would look like if we had a family and all mm-hmm. this stuff. It's, it's super weird to have those conversations with someone you just met. And maybe casually in passing, if you know you both want it, you want to make sure you're on the same page before wasting any time. That's cool. But having in-depth conversations about it is, is a whole other thing. And then when you finally have time to sit with yourself and realize, you know, what's been going on, you're like, you know, did I mean all that? Was I caught up in it? And for my case, I did, but it's still super bad. A lot. Too, you don't want too much too soon, too. If I want something to last, I don't want to jump into it too fast. I want to be able to enjoy it while lasting. I don't want to just get into married with six kids stage at mm-hmm. less than a year, you know? Right. A month into it, too. Yeah, we're, we're two months, two, mm-hmm. three months now, so it's still really, really new. We have so much to learn about each other, and having that conversation of, you know, hey, maybe things went too fast, you know, and then me getting upset, and then, you know, she was upset, we were both upset. Why are we both upset? This is just a normal conversation. It makes total sense. Then we realize, you know, I think it's easy to, to in quarantine, but also in life, your insecurities kind of jump in the in the forefront, and mm-hmm. your insecurities sort of run things. They were doing that. For me, I want to know that someone likes me, and I want validation, but I should just be getting that from myself. Well, to get a little from a partner, but you can't rely on them for your own validation. So that, and then for her, you know, she's a very independent person so she was I'm losing my independence by spending every free moment with you not that I don't like it that you know I need to be myself too so we're trying to find this balance of how to be ourselves while still seeing mm-hmm. each other while not seeing each other so we saw each other once again we met halfway this time and I said you know let's not do a sleepover let's pretend this is a normal date so we met up somewhere and had a picnic had some wine and pretended it was a normal a normal date mm-hmm. and that was really nice that kind of gave that was really nice it gave some time enjoy each other's company without overwhelming each other with it yeah mm-hmm. for sure yeah so that's pretty much the gist of it what do you think are the positives and negatives of long distance relationships so the best parts i think is you definitely you get that opportunity to get to know somebody on a different level because you're not necessarily doing things together you're more talking and getting to know each other so you really get to know somebody and you also get that sense of longing and you get mm-hmm. time to know them obviously in our case when we were talking 24 7 that wasn't happening but taking a step back from that it does give time to to miss them and, and to really value you know what you like about them and all that and then negative is definitely you know I think it's easy for people to get really jealous and from that was from my experience you know people getting jealous of different things that are nothing to be worried about or you know because you're not in the situation you don't know what's going on and missing someone sometimes can be really hard so that's challenging emotionally and then also not being able to jump you know you had a bad day and go over to that person's house and just hang out with them or do something together you can't necessarily do that it's not as easy or if you do now you have to stew in that bad day for two hours while you drive there and then deal with it you've kind of touched on it a little bit but how were when the so 
social distancing measures went into place, uh, what do you think the biggest impact that made on the way that you were able to do dates? It's kind of twofold. So first, it was dates were, you know, virtual, where we would, she gave me a battleship board at one point. We would just battleship online, talk to each other online. So we would do that. We would both have a glass of wine and just be talking over the internet. So it'd be a lot of internet stuff, but then you can't get that time. It's all just being apart. So you don't, those moments where you're excited to finally see them in a long week or, you know, you want to spend some time together, you just can't because it's not appropriate. But then when we did start seeing each other, it also kind of put a lot of pressure on the relationship. If we're going to see each other, we're only going to see each other. We can't see our friends, our family. We just see each other. And that's what decision we're making right now because social distancing and being responsible and stuff. What advice would you offer someone who's in a long distance relationship as a result of the pandemic? I think from my experience with this one, I would say just be patient and it's totally and completely fine to be courting somebody or old school ways, talking on the phone and getting to know each other and becoming friends with them before you take it things to the next intimacy level to really just get to know someone as a friend and get to know who they are and, and not to rush it. As much as it's nice to see someone, if they like you and if you like them, like they're not going anywhere and you're not going anywhere. So over time, you guys will eventually get to spend the time together and not to overthink things too. I think overthinking things definitely kind of jump. It just kickstarts your brain and gets you stressed out about things that you don't need to be stressed out about, especially going forwards. If, if you're out of the pandemic or in the pandemic, you can be like, oh my gosh, I'm so stressed. I need to do this or I want to do that or I have to, whatever the situation is, you can get really worked up about it. But then just to kind of take the time to realize that it's not necessarily the biggest thing. I actually had a friend of mine gave me some really good advice and think about it. Is this really going to matter in a week? Is it going to matter in a month? And just to really think about those little, you know, once if this thing relationship ends up being super long term, which the goal is, then what's the point of super rushing into anything with any relationship going forwards too? There's no point in super rushing into anything because you just take your time. Also, communication is key. Over communication is also bad. So try to find that balance. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I think that's all relative to everybody's different. Some people are super big texters, text all the time. I'm the kind of person that will send you 15 text messages, but I also don't expect a reply right away. Get to me when you can. I think yeah, same. being realistic. Yeah, being realistic about someone else's life. Text them as much as you want, but realize, you know, they've got their own stuff going on too. You know, whether it's, you know, coping with the fact that you're out of a job and the world is ending, basically, or it's something else in the future, when whatever it is. People, people just have their own stuff that they go through, and it's not the responsibility of your partner. If you're long distance or not, it's just not the responsibility of your partner kind of carry you through that. It's something that you have to yourself. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Okay. Is there anything else that you'd like to add about your relationship or anything else about long distance relationships in general? I think I've always kind of had this weird sentiment that I long distance relationships are almost better. Mm -hmm. I think that because it gives you that time and that space to be yourself and be with that other person and all to miss them. And mm -hmm. I think that's something that a lot of people really undervalue is missing their partner. They're so easily accessible and, and they, they don't necessarily super miss them or, you know, they can see them whenever they are missing. They're just quenching that thirst right away. Kind of cherish those moments where you do get to miss them because if you do end up being together for the rest of your life, you'll be 80 one day and you'll just be sick of the same porridge meal with them every day or something. <laughs> Thank you so much. Yeah, no problem. So next up, we have Taylor. So do you first want to introduce yourself? Yeah, so I'm Taylor. I am going to school at Trent for biomedical science. I'm originally from Labrador, but I moved on to the other school. Awesome. Are you in a long distance relationship right now? Yes. I'm seeing a guy named Louis from the UK. 
What part of the UK? He's in Birmingham. So how long have you guys been dating? How'd you guys meet? On Tinder. We've only really been seeing each other for about a month. When quarantine started, I had seen all this stuff about how Tinder Passport was free, and I was bored, so I was like, okay, well, I guess that'll be a fun thing to do. So I had actually set my location to LA or something, because obviously all the cute boys are in LA. I had seen him, and I matched with him, and then I never really looked at his location, because I just assumed that was where he was, but I saw in his bio something about liking Harry Styles. Obviously, I have messaged this guy. So I messaged yes. him. So we started talking, and then he had sent me, he added my Snapchat, and he had sent me a video of him talking. You're not from LA. So I went back and looked, and he was from Birmingham, and I was like, how did that happen? <laughs> yeah, so it was just kind of a flu, but yeah, it happened. <laughs> how long has it been going on then? It's only been about a month, but we've been literally talking all the time for the past mm-hmm. month. What has it been like doing it all long distance with using Tinder and seeing this guy virtually? I mean, it's tough. Lo- long distance, even when all everything that's happening in the world isn't going on, it's always tough. I was in another long distance relationship last year, and we got to see each other off and on, but it's always um, going to be hard, especially I'm the type of person that if somebody's tone changes when they're texting me, I'm like, oh my god, what's going on? So it's definitely hard, and with everything that's going on right now, I think it makes it, it just makes it harder because I have no idea when I'm going to get to see him. So I think that makes it a lot harder because the relationship I was in last year, I knew, okay, I'll get to go and see him on this date, or I'll get to go, he'll get to come see me on this date. But with everything going on right now, it's just so uncertain, and it could be months before I get to actually see him. So is he based in Birmingham, or is he also in Canada? No, he's based in Birmingham. He's going to school there, and his family lives there and everything. What are some cool date ideas? Have you guys done any cool dates, or what what ideas would you have for cool dates for people in LDRs? Yeah, we try to FaceTime and call each other and everything, and we're always in contact, Snapchat, FaceTime and everything. I think Netflix Party and FaceTime and everything have kind of made it easier. I think that there are a lot of other cool things that you could do. I know we're both doing up little care packages to send to each other. I think you kind of, you're in a long distance relationship, you kind of have to get creative with it since you can't really be together to actually experience things together. So are there any, is there anything that you guys do for one another just to make it so you know, oh, you're still there for one another? Yeah, for sure. We communicate really openly. So if I, what I was saying earlier, sometimes if somebody texts me and it comes off wrong, I can get really, oh my gosh, is everything okay? But I just, if if I feel like that, I'll just ask him straight up, you know, is everything fine? And we both kind of do that and just check in with each other just to make sure that everything's okay. And we just try to talk as much as we can just to stay connected and everything. What are some positives that you could point out about long distance relationships? I think that they, when they're good, they really make a relationship stronger and they make you appreciate your partner more when you can be together. And I know when I was in the relationship that I was in last year, when the guy that I was seeing, he was actually living in my hometown. And so when I would go home for Christmas or for reading week, we would spend a lot of time together and it being apart for however many months at a time, it just kind of made us appreciate the time that we had together even more. Some things, he sent me flowers on my birthday or he would come out and visit and we would go experience things together. And I think that it just kind of made us stronger when we were together. So what's it kind of been to get to know your significant other having never seen them in person and just kind of have your relationship develop from the beginning over long distance? It's been so wild just to never meet this guy 
right ever because in all of my past relationships, even the ones that did end up becoming long distance, I had met them before. I had been with them. But with this guy, I mean, I've never met him. I've only seen, you know, the pictures of him or whatever and when we are on FaceTime and everything. And I find it's been so cool too just because he's from across the ocean. He has to explain words to me all the time because I have no idea what he's saying. But yeah, it's just been cool to kind of not only get to know him but also kind of learn a bit more about the culture over there and everything it's been different but I wouldn't say it's been bad different we I think we have more open communication than a lot of the relationships that I've been in before just because we have to well this is an in- this is interesting because and I'm glad we are interviewing you to see your perspective on this because I know a lot of common question that we ask how has all the social distancing measures and whatnot impacted the relationship in your case it was a big reason into why the quarantine was a big reason to how this relationship even happened. So do you want to talk more about feel about all of that? I mean, obviously quarantine and everything has been really difficult, but also I'm kind of glad that it happened because I think, you know, I hadn't really had Tinder for a while because I just never really liked it. I was, you know, I was going out and meeting people anyways through school or going out with my friends and whatever. So I think if quarantine hadn't have happened, I probably never would have met this guy. I probably wouldn't have had Tinder. I would have gone out with my friends and met someone that was here, but I'm so glad that I didn't. Obviously, with quarantine, it started the relationship, but then it also makes it really difficult because neither one of us can go visit. Do you have any advice for couples who are suddenly forced into long-distance relationship? Yeah, so I think number one for any relationship, but more so with long distances, you have to really communicate openly. A lot of the time, it can be hard to kind of understand the nuance of what someone's saying if they're texting you or something so it's important to be open and if something comes across you the wrong way just bring it up they might not have meant to say it the way that they did it's important to when you do get to see each other to not only spend time together but to make sure that it's good quality time because just because you're in the same room and you're around each other it doesn't necessarily mean that you're spending good quality time together and I think just coming up with ways to keep the spark alive can be hard if you can't see each other and you know it might feel you're not as invested as you were before but I think it's important to come up with ways to keep a spark alive whether it's both of you ordering dinner and facetiming and having dinner together or maybe you're gonna do a paint night together over facetime there are ways that you can still connect with each other even if you can't be together is there anything else that you want to add or say about your relationship and long distance relationships in general I think that because the last long distance relationship that I was in it was I find that it can be hard when you do get to be with each other again because sometimes because you've been apart for so long when you're together it can become a lot about physical intimacy and I would find that when I would go home and I would get to have a week home with my ex that it would be we could never just hang out and have a movie night and chill it would always become about physical intimacy and I think that that is really important in a relationship but I think it's also important to like I said spend good quality time together so it's important to find a balance between physical intimacy, hanging out, and just connecting with each other. So I think that those types of are things that can really put a strain on your relationship once you do get to be together again. So I think it's really important to talk about those types of things and make sure that you have a healthy balance of both. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you so much. No problem. Well, thank you for coming on. Do you want to first just introduce yourself? I'm Emily. I'm 21. I go to Lake Forest College in Lake Forest, Illinois. I'm a senior, so 
I just kind of graduated. It's not been very, it's been interesting. I'm a business major with a double minor in entrepreneurship and digital media design. Mm -hmm. So I do a lot of graphic design. We work on a business project for two years at school. So that's been cool. And I keep working on that since I have nothing to do now. (laughs) You were saying that you were trying to get back together with someone. Tell me about what that was like. Was it interrupted by the pandemic then? Yeah, I dated this guy end of July until December. I broke up with him during winter break just because it was not what I thought it was. We've been friends since my freshman year. I've never not talked to him and I thought it would go really well and it was in the beginning and then it just got worse and worse so I just ended things and then we go to a small school so I'm gonna run into you regardless of what mm-hmm. happens yeah. and there's always gonna be even if I tried to fully move on I know you're always still gonna be there so you can always run into them um, and that's hard to move on when you keep running into your ex. Yeah and our school is really small and all the girls that I'm friends with we all just always make jokes about boys that will be hooked up with them and then you walk past them and they don't say hi and you're just come on because <laughs> we all say it's a big deal to not say hi to someone you know um, school people we're all very nice to someone doesn't say hi to you that you know when you walk past them it's oh like, yeah I feel that's my school <laughs> yeah yeah we're very that was rude but yeah we ended school right after spring break our spring break's the first week of March so it's like really early so we had been talking again beginning of March and then we were like, yeah we can see how spring break goes because we're going to two different places friends which was fine and we said oh well we can hang out the Chicago St. Patrick's Day Parade mm-hmm. as on that Saturday after yeah. we get back from spring break that last weekend of spring break so we all come back from my spring breaks early even if you not and live in Illinois at home we all come back to school so we can go downtown mm-hmm. and then do all that so I was gonna go hang out Friday before that so you'd be back on campus and then our spring break got extended an extra week and they canceled the parade and so oh. all my plans were not happening but mm-hmm. they while I was on break they extended our break an extra week because they were trying to decide what they wanted to do mm-hmm. with closing and procedures so but then they told us to move out so I got to see him the last person I saw before I left school which was nice but we still weren't good we were still arguing and just not working it out and then this quarantine I feel like this was nothing has changed we're not moving forward or we're not moving backwards <laughs> because he lives in Florida so I'm in Chicago and it's just weird and they're also taking the pandemic very not as serious as people in Chicago big cities it's been interesting but now they are so he's great it was just the relationship wasn't working out well and then this hasn't helped because even if we talked on FaceTime tried to figure things out I just don't know how it would because my all of our after graduation plans have changed mm-hmm. and so such a last minute switch yeah so I didn't know if I was gonna stay here after school or live somewhere else I think he was planning on staying in the Chicago area after school but didn't. <laughs> it's probably not going to anymore anyway so yes. no one knows when they're even gonna be able to travel up there again yeah and I know people that have which is scary to me but it's weird I've watched people since this quarantine started I've watched people break up with their boyfriends because this is not working I've watched people get into relationships of one friend who dated he started dating his girlfriend a week or two before spring break and now they're just straight up living together how are you doing just dating so we're living together that's so fast yeah I don't know their situation so maybe there's reasons but I was just shocked and it's also just difficult because nobody's fault nobody asked for this to happen it's just something that's completely out of our control I feel 
people's perspectives on each other's change. People are like, oh, you have so much free time. There's no reason you shouldn't text back <laughs> sitting in your house. And then it's, I have days I don't want to be on my phone at all. And I don't want to talk to people. And then I have days where I miss my friends and I want to FaceTime everyone. So it's just, I think people's emotional health has really taken a toll. And people expect a lot from friends that they were before, but if things have changed now, part of the relationship issue, I you still expect the same amount of attention and effort. Yeah. And, but how can you? I, finals this week, I just wanted to get my stuff done and get it out of the way. And it's hard. And I have friends I talk to every day. And I still talk to this guy every day because I've never not talked to him. I've had other boyfriends since I've known him. And I've never not talked to him. I still talk to him every day. I don't think it'll work right now, especially with the distance. There's just no way with all of the issues plus being really far. He has an idea of I could go stay with him in his where he's living now. I could go stay with him for a week, see if it would get better and work out. But that's also a big commitment after all this is over but go stay with someone that I haven't been with in a while. But. And you have to mentally prepare for that as well. Yeah. The only time I did long distance was my freshman year of college and I was dating a guy from high school which I knew probably wouldn't work out but I went into college and five days into school I was yeah this is no. <laughs> like this is not gonna work. He wouldn't FaceTime me even though he wasn't busy. He's just my roommate's just kind of weird. I don't want to FaceTime you. Like, Why can't you go in the hallway? I don't know. He just wouldn't call me and it was weird no he was doing anything it was just weird and then I was hired I just want to do what I want and not text someone that I'm in bed safe when my roommate's here and it was just weird but it took me five days and I was yeah that's that's good. <laughs> what advice would you give to people who are going through this with the pandemic? I think being patient and understanding the biggest thing, giving each other space when you need it. I've been, because I'm really observant and I have finished all my classes and our school's really small. So we all know each other in class and we're all friends. So even just going to class is really anxiety provoking, just emotionally exhausting just because you know people. But being on Zoom has really been emotionally exhausting because it's you're talking to someone, but you're not getting that in-person thing. As someone that's pretty extroverted, it's really hard to talk to people on the screen all day. And every time I finish yeah. class, I've been really tired. And I think it's just because it's emotionally exhausting. So I feel like it would be the same way. Like, I can FaceTime you all day, but it's just not the same. I think doing small acts of kindness or even little texts of just saying that you miss the other person, because I feel people do that a lot where they're like, oh no, I, I feel this way. And, well, you don't say it. So I think just reassuring other people how you feel. I know I've been texting people, friends about miss you and just saying it even if you get one text back that's fine. Mm -hmm. Just calling is definitely, you don't want it to be one-sided. You really don't want to be like, well I call you all the time and you never call me so that's not cool. And same with girls. I feel like there's a huge stigma for the boys to always call and I've learned that yeah I should probably also do the same. <laughs> definitely trying to make more creative on date nights even if it's something stupid. I feel like boys are, I'm not creative or feel a lot of pressure to make dates but if you could cook together and make mm -hmm. the same cookies or you yeah, could there's so many games online you can play that are fun you can watch movies together I, it's just not that difficult so I feel yeah, like there's always something you can do yeah and dating people are very stubborn so it's hard to be cool it's not there's a lot of options to do things together <laughs> 
but yeah definitely reassurance just being aware of the other person checking in on them at this time you kind of need to be a better friend than a boyfriend or girlfriend right now just because i think everyone needs a friend right now and that would be i would rather have someone that's making sure i'm okay and watching out for me than to having the pressure of needing to do all the relationship stuff Mm -hmm. especially not there in person is what you need right now is just social support yeah i think my ex is a good job he'll be like did you run today like have you done you should go paint if you're feeling stressed out how's to make sure i drink water because since i've been home i just don't drink but definitely that caring aspect of oh maybe you should go do something else or also telling the other person it's okay to not text me back and leave me on red and i'll understand and maybe you should take time off your phone because i feel it's hard to look at photos and look at social media all day and not get sad yeah because it's just all of the fear of missing out or or also just thinking about things that you've done in the past i think it hurts to look at stuff that i did last summer where i was going to all these concerts and events and parties having fun and it's just i can't have that this year because i was working on an art project Mm -hmm. to go make about the past four years and it was hard to look at yes finally what do you think the biggest positives and negatives about ldrs are i have never had good luck with them so i'm not very positive when it comes to it i think because i am so extroverted and i'm just so need to be around people and i need consistency it's always really hard for me i think you can learn a lot about how much the other person cares because are you gonna still put in the same amount of effort you did when i was right next to you or mm-hmm. will that change it's hard i guess and people can make you feel good from a distance so i think that that's a good part of it people can still show love languages even if you're not together in person which i think is good i do have one friend who's been doing long distance for four years five i've always it doesn't work when you're in college like you go to two different colleges but they are great and i think it works because he's just very into being a boyfriend and he's super wholesome and sweet we all meet him and we all trust him and (laughs) love him so that's definitely a positive but it definitely has to be with the right person i don't think you can do it with just anyone i think yeah i think it really reveals how much someone cares pretty early on it's either you put in the same amount of effort or you stop because I'm not down the hall or wherever. And I think it can be good just to see how strong you are being apart because it's hard to not see someone every day. So I think it can help your relationship stronger. Is there anything else you'd like to add about everything going on regards love life and the pandemic? I've definitely made new friends online, but I don't think I would ever date anyone. <laughs> In the Zoom group, the Zeta Omicron, Omicron group on Facebook, we made a virtual bachelor called oh, the Zatchelor. I was part of organizing that and I talked to Chad for friends but I've never met him. Do you think like this? I don't know. So I think it's how hard. You, how did you, were they just volunteering or? Oh we're all in a group chat from oh. that Zeta group. We, oh. we were talking about it in there and I think we just forced Chad to do it. Girls signed up. So we didn't think girls. We had 44 responses of girls that wanted to apply. That did apply and wanted to be on. So we did that. I think it's just hard though because it's yeah you can talk to these people online i don't know how well you can because i've done that i mean i've met up with like tinder men once i've talked to people more online than i do in person and then i see them in person oh this is just not the same at all so i think every relationship i've had that has started with a dm has (laughs) never ended well because if you can't come up to me talk to me and ask me out in person i don't i want you to be mature and strong enough to stand up and be like hey would you want to go out because I would much rather someone do that. It's easy 
to send a message. Everyone can do that. So I do think it's hard though. But this actually has been an interesting experiment just because I don't know how well you can get to know people. If you call someone, you can get to know them. But I think being not in person is just really hard. It's a big group of people. The and, same person at once. Yeah. And so it's been interesting to see the way the girls interact. And I signed up for that okay Zoomer thing. It's supposed to be a match. You get three emails once a week with a date, a friend, and a networking person if you want all three and no one has emailed me but then I have one friend from my school who has gone on eight zoom dates since this has started and she tweets about it and it's hilarious you have another zoom date tonight <laughs> and just she's not in America so she's the time zones are really bad so she's this guy stayed up to talk to me and we went on this amazing date and we're going on another one and she would talk about she so she met these guys on that okay zoomer thing wow this guy did all these great things on the date and we had dinner and talked over dinner four hours and I was wow that's cute <laughs> so that was kind of amazing too just to see that people really are meeting people online in a different fashion than tinder and bumble and whatever because oh, yeah. <laughs> tinder is so hookup culture and meeting up and that's just not gonna happen right now yeah and people would go on it because they're just bored but they wouldn't act on it which is what I normally do mm -hmm. with it regardless because <laughs> I don't know I don't think I would meet up with a complete stranger I have friends who are in relationships from tinder but i'm just when i'm on tinder the lowest of single you can be anyone can talk fair game i'm super single if i met someone on tinder i'd feel they would be the same and then if we started dating i don't know if they would change that or not if they would still be in that single mindset i think that's all i have thank you so much for coming so up next we have katrina do hi you, do you first want to introduce yourself yeah i'm a, a grad i just graduated at vanderbilt university i was a senior i'm currently in florida that's me and are you currently in a long-distance relationship? Yeah. How did you guys meet and how long have you been dating? Well, we started dating about 18 months ago. We met at a party at a mutual friend and it was a little bit awkward or I guess the timing was a little bit awkward because I was in another relationship at that point, also long distance. But my, my current boyfriend and I, we just connected really well. That was the fall of, of my junior year. He actually graduated a semester early. So we're currently kind of doing the long distance thing and we have been for about five months now. Mm -hmm. So what has it been like being in a long distance relationship especially during quarantine. It's definitely difficult, especially because we weren't really planning on being long distance for this amount of time. We knew that we would be long distance for the spring semester because I was still finishing school at Vanderbilt and he found a job in the DC, Virginia area. So there was some, there were some logistical challenges. But after I graduated, I was really planning on finding a job up in the same area. But of course that didn't happen and I was forced to come home. And right now, actually, we should, you know, still be celebrating our graduation and last weekend was supposed to be beach week and so not only are we struggling with long distance we're kind of struggling knowing that there were some missed opportunities and we don't know when is the next time we'll be able to see each other because right now you know travel is kind of difficult and there's just a lot of unknowns and a lot of uncertainty what would you say is the difference between this relationship and your other long distance relationship my last relationship in comparison to my current relationship we went my ex and i went to different universities whereas my current relationship we went to the same university and when I was with my ex I always felt life was kind of on hold while I was at school because we would always see each other over the break and we came from the same hometown so every time it was Thanksgiving or Christmas we would always just come home and we'd be able to see each other and I felt the relationship was able 
to start moving again but it was when I came back to school that everything was on pause and I didn't really understand why a lot of my friends over the summer and over winter break were itching to get back home or get back to school because they felt stifled at home but as soon as I started dating my current boyfriend we were at the same university I suddenly understood it because I felt all of my life was at school you know my boyfriend was there my friends were there I was working I was going to classes and when I was at home I was just separated from all of that there are a lot of differences I think a large part of it though is just both of us now are a lot more mature because when my last long distance relationship started we were still in high school I was in my junior year and he was a year above me and so when he graduated he went to a different school that wasn't you know very close to me at all and then I went to Vanderbilt which was uh, in the wrong direction too so that relationship was just you know very young and immature and we weren't very good at communicating distance otherwise and that presented a lot of challenges so even though distance is still difficult now I think I've learned a lot of things and how to effectively communicate and my current boyfriend he's he's working on it you know long distance is difficult for everybody but we're learning what do you think are some positive aspects of long distance relationships long distance relationships really I guess cement the foundation you can't have a long distance relationship if you aren't willing to make the effort and there has to be a lot of focus on both trust and communication and I know that sounds so cliche but it's so true because you know you can't come back home to them at the end of the day you can't get a hug you can't you know have all of that physical physical connect connection and affirmation and so you just have to be okay with a phone call and just the presence of the other person and knowing that they'll still be there when you wake up the next morning just not in the same way what are some cute date ideas that you guys have planned during this long distance gosh I think honestly Netflix party has saved the relationship because <laughs> we can still you know spend time together but not always have to talk constantly and we also like to order food for each other it's cute. so it's fun so I'll, I, I might surprise him with something and he'll surprise me with something we can have our little you know date like zoom chat or whatever and it's cute we also play some online games together as well steam has some really good cooperative games that you can play and download i am terrible at most of them but they do count and how do you think social distancing has impacted the way i because i know there's the uncertainty of when the next time you'll see each other but how social distancing protocols have affected that? I think mostly we've been affected by travel because we're just we're in, in completely different states. I actually flew to visit him really quickly very beginning of, of April because that's when flights were pretty much completely empty but now the airlines have started cutting a lot of their flights and so it's more crowded and probably not as safe and so I'd say less social distancing and more just general logistics. What are some things you guys do to remind each other that you're there for one another in long distance relationships? I mean, we text constantly. Well, I text him constantly. <laughs> He's not always great at responding, but then we do try to call every night as well just to, just to kind of touch base. Occasionally, I'll maybe, if I have a little bit of leftover money, I'll buy him something on Amazon and hope mm -hmm. that it gets there. And so it's just kind of, hey, I'm thinking about you. We'll probably never use it, but. <laughs> what advice would you offer to people who are in long distance relationships because of the pandemic? Oh gosh, it kind of, it depends on the relationship but one thing is don't be in a relationship just because it's convenient long distance or otherwise that's not healthy for either party but if you're in a strong relationship and you're really trying to tough it through just be patient and have trust because everyone is going through the exact same thing right now and it, it's not going to be easy it's not going to be easy but remember that this is only a temporary state the reason why we're all
all home right now and we're, you know, and we're self-isolating and we're social distancing and why we can't you know, go on date. That's so that a couple of months from now we can and things should hopefully start to start to move in the right direction. So a little bit of unhappiness and uncomfortableness now means that we'll be able to have better, healthier and happier futures. Is there anything else you wanted to add? If you're in a long distance relationship, don't forget to text or call your significant other and tell them that you still care about them. Thank you so much. That was the tea on love and the pandemic. That was the tea. And this is the Boston Tea Party. See you next week when we spill some tea.